Good morning, Raboisai. How's everybody doing? Today's cheer, Lili Nishmas. Imi, Ruspas Mordechai. Is there a reason why I don't hear anybody? Okay. Everybody's muted. Givaldik. Um, today's share sponsored by Avi. Agai, I think. Agai. Lerfur Shlema for Edward Ben Suzette. Okay. Also good. And sponsored by Jeffrey Haskell. Does anybody have Jewish names here? Raboisai, what's going on here? Mark! You have a Jewish name? Shem Yerachim. Jeffrey Haskell, for the 30th yard side of my father, Chaim ben David. Oh! He was a Jew, Chaim ben David. May his neshama have an aliyah. Listen to this. I like this one. He wrote, this is for the neshama of my father, Herb Haskell. Oh, he also, Chas Hashem to call him. Herb Haskell, Chaim ben David, on his 30th yard side. I owe my entire learning to my father who sacrificed a great deal to provide me with a Torah education that he never had in his striving to pass on the Messiah. Kitzer, he strived to pass on the Messiah, so thanks, Jeff Haskell. It's not personal, it's just in general. Like, uh, everybody with the, uh, we, got, we got to do a change here. We're going to start changing names. Beis Hashem Kalman, I don't even know what his original name was, but he changed it. Baruch Hashem. Um, real quickly, by the way, um, Two people flew into Chicago to be Menachem Avel, the Hildesheim, the Hildesheim. One of them came to my house, and unfortunately I missed him. That was really Rothstein. The second person came today, and I met him. You guys probably remember him from the, uh, the video. You remember the, the guys from Texas? And they, they pointed on a map, this is where Texas is. Gavaldi happens to be, I didn't realize. The guy's a regular Yeshiva guy. He learned in Kailo for five years. He just... Fell in Texas over there. His name is Shmuley Hershkovitz. So he came to visit me. And he gave me a lot of chizuk. Because he was telling me about his struggles that everybody has. He fell off the bandwagon. He, in Chavez, he missed X amount of daf. He got all depressed. He said, forget about it. But he realized that as soon as he jumped back on, in the middle of Erev, in the middle of nowhere, everything in his life changed. He just became a better person. His davening was better. Everything is a better husband, etc. I'm hoping one day he'll send me an email. But it was a tremendous chizok, and you know, I'm also off the bandwagon right now. I'm not doing the eight-minute daf. I have excuses. I'm on vacation. I'm in America. It's the, we got to jump on. Eventually, I'll get back on it. It's it's a shtickle uh, depressing. I shouldn't say depressing. It's not a good word, but it's it's hurtful. You do this to yourself, but everybody falls, and you get back up, and you keep on going. So. It's not if, it's when it's going to happen, because it's going to happen in the seven and a half years. So, some, you miss a, a seven daf here, 20 daf there, a whole mesechta. It doesn't matter. You just jump back on because every daf is new, new musagim, new everything. Why just wait until the next, next cycle? You just don't, jump on. So, that's what we're going to do. So, we'll have a little hole in the eight minute daf. We go weiter. Here's a real quick email from Yossi Klein, the famous Yossi Klein. No. That's your rule. That's in the, the night year at night. So those who go to Menachem Ateh, they continue from today and they catch up. We don't catch up. It's us, sir. No, I'm just kidding. Listen, if you catch up, 
it's great. But don't put the pressure on about catching up. That's what I'm saying. Think about today, think about tomorrow, think about the future, what happened in the past. Listen, Halavai should be able to catch up on my eight minute daf. It's probably not going to happen. I have to face the reality. I could barely do one daf a day, so I'm going to do two. Yes, there's time, Shabbosim, you can catch up a daf here, a daf there, but don't make it, don't go crazy over it. That's what I'm saying. Just continue, go weiter, pound on, pound. Another Mesechta, another Mesechta. What happened yesterday? You miss Shabbos, no. Either you make it up or you won't make it up. If you make it up, great. But don't, don't focus on it. That's what I'm saying. All right, says uh, the email, Azoy, Hi, Rebelli, I just wanted to tell you, this is, it's difficult for me to, to read. I'm going to read it. It's, it's a little bit in English and a little bit in Yinglish and Yiddish. Hi, Rebelli, I just want to tell you what makes MDY creating a small world. After, Bikitsi he's saying it, we're a small world. After getting so many calls and messages from all over the world, from London, etc., etc., from the AMI interview, one that hit me the most was a call yesterday from Shlomi Klein from Crown Heights. Which turns out he recognized my father's grocery name in the interview. The story goes back to 1996. My father was involved in helping a woman her, whose her husband died suddenly. Kitzer, he gave her $6,000 from his pocket so she shouldn't be bizarre, which was very hard financially for him then. And to the point, what happened was he gave the money, listen, it's a small world, he gave the money to Shlomi Klein, who's running the produce company. Kitzer, I guess Shlomi Klein was the shliach to give her the money. So the worlds collided. Shlomi Klein realized that Yossi Klein is the son of that tzaddik, the father of Yossi Klein, who gave the money, even though he didn't have the money, to help out this almana. Bekitzer, by joining MDY, you get the worldwide connection. Let's hope to connect more people through the fire of Torah things. Okay. Now, he says, in parentheses, now I know why you almost confused us last week, because last week, uh, Shlemy Klein and Yossi Klein, they were off by a day in terms of they both sponsored days, and I called Yossi Klein, Shlemy Klein, something like that. So he's saying, no, the Be'etzem have a tremendous connection, a lot more than we ever knew. Boisai, it's only about 15 uh, charts for today, very Gishmaka stuff. I'll call this Suge Shoots and Ladders. I have no idea why the shoots, but it's a bunch of ladders. Gishmaka stuff, especially for people like Yossi Klein, and Shia Greenfield, people that use ladders, Yemen Velayla, this is, this is the sugya. So we're holding the last, last line on Daf Ein Zayin on base. Today is Daf Ein Ches. Ve'omar Rav Nachman, Omar Rav Baravua. Ziz If you have a ledge that comes out of a wall. Now, we're discussing right now, how do you make a wall that's ten tfachim, more than ten tfachim, lower than ten tfachim, that you can use the top of the wall. There's, a, there's another usage called an Eruv. How do you go over the wall, you pretend that the wall doesn't exist, so that I can make an Eruv with the Chatzar on the other side. But we're not discussing that yet. Now we're discussing how do I go, and how can I use my, the tall wall. Like we said yesterday, if, if one Chatzar is higher up, closer to the top of the wall, he gets to use the top of the wall. The guy that's further away, he's lower down, he doesn't get the, So I want to use this wall. What do I do? So I put a ledge. So, what kind of ledge? Ziz dalid al dalid. of sulam Of course, there's a picture. And of course, the pictures are not in order yet. Oi, what happened? Sure. 
I think the cat came and moved it. Okay, here. So you have a ledge. Now, the sulam has to have a width of four tfachim. But it doesn't. So he takes some sort of uh, ladder, and he places the ladder on the ledge. So now they become one. Now, the, the ladder is near the ground, within three tfachim of the ground, MMA together with the ladder, they act as one. The ledge is the fourth Tfachim. Now we have like four Tfachim attached to the ground, sort of, and here's your um, miut of the wall. I just reduced the wall. It's only in this case right over here where the ladder is leaning up against the ledge because now the ledge and the ladder are one. However, if you put the ladder side by side to the ledge, they're not, next, they're not touching each other, all you're doing is, you're making the ledge wider, but you're not attaching the ledge to the ladder, and the, le- the ledge attached to the ladder, and the ladder attached to the ground, become one platform, and that creates a reduction, and you reduce the size of the wall. Another halacha. Now I have a wall that's 19 tfachim. Tzarech ziz echod latiroi. All you need is one ledge in the middle of the wall, together, of course, with a ladder, and that's it. Koisel esrim, but what if the wall is 20? Now one ledge in the middle is not enough because you have to have within 10 tfachim the top of the wall, within 10 tfachim of the bottom of the wall, of the, of the ground. So what do you do? So, you need two ledges. So it's going to look something like, well, here, let's just show the first one. You know, we got to go away from these papers. We have to go all digital. It'll be a lot better. If the ledge is smack in the middle of 19 tfachim, you put the ledge right in the middle, nine and a half tfachim, say, so you have nine and a half tfachim from it to the ground, nine and a half tfachim to the top, great. But if that doesn't work out, if it's a little bit more than that, so now I need two ledges. What do I do? One ledge here, one ledge here, ladder, ladder, and I'm good. However, the ledges cannot be directly underneath each other because it will be very difficult to climb up from ledge to ledge. You have to make like, like a staircase, like going on into MDY. It's, a, it's problematic to get it in a way where it's inconvenient to climb. So here it is, they're offset from each other and therefore the ladders and everybody could climb easily and we'll see that that's part of, that's how you do it. If it's very difficult to climb, it's not a good reduction of the wall. They cannot be underneath each other, directly one above each other because it'll be very, very difficult to climb. It'll be a, a, a pure vertical and it'll be very difficult. Omer Avhuna. Amud Sarabim Govaya Soro Virochov Arba. If you have a beam in the middle of Sarabim that's ten Tvachim tall and four Tvachim wide, what do we call that? Urshus Hayachid. Vinoads Boyosid Kol Shuhu. And you take, so the top of the beam 
is a Rishus HaYachid. How? It's four by four. I could put a pot of soup on top of it. However, but what if I, I bang a nail into it? I just reduced the surface size of the four by four, and I also made it impossible to use, because if I'm going to take a pot of soup and put it down on top of that flat surface, it's no longer flat, my soup is going to spill over. So therefore, it's considered as if you have less than a Rishus HaYochid. That's because, let's see the picture here. Here. Here's your 4x4 beam, 10 tefachim tall. You put a little, little spike on the top. Spoke, whatever you want to call it. Now, if that spoke is 3 tefachim tall, says the Gemara, that's a problem. Here's... Another picture, not necessary, but why not? The only difference is this guy is slightly shorter. Even if it's less than three, it ruins it. It took away from the four by four surface. How are you going to put a, a, a chomp pot on top of this thing right over here? You can't put anything. You can't put your luggage on it. This guy is sticking out. Says the Gemara, even if it's three tefachim tall, my time, there was a picture, but I think we had enough pictures. The picture in Kalal Shad of a guy hanging a little pocketbook on top of that little spoke. Great. I think we could picture it in our head. What if, I guess you could picture this as well, but it's just cool. What if. It's full of spikes. It's just full of it. Now what? Are you going to also say you could still use it for something? What? You don't know the halacha? It says, now listen to this. Tell me what the pshat is. I broke my head here to understand pshat. And I'm going to give it to you for free. You could look in Rashi. You could look in the art scroll. You could look in the Masifta. It wasn't clear to me. And I'll tell you what happened. I decided... It's an old trick. I'm telling you a great trick. Akash uh, gave Klai Yisrael an unbelievable gift in the last hundred years. You know, it's called Mishnah Brura. Greatest safer in the world. We're used to it. We just learned Halakha. But the way the Chavetz Chaim learned the Sugya, sometimes if you go into the Mishnah Brura and you just learn one or two Halakhas, you'll see he learned a little knech and it helped me tremendously what he said over there. He says, he brings a raya. Bar la'asara. Okay, here's a picture. We understand the case. How does it help us though? A guy dug a pit, and you know, you, you, with the shovel, you're taking out the dirt, and the dirt creates a little rim around the pit. Now, if the pit itself, we had this in Masech the Shabbos. The pit itself, let's say, is seven tfachim, and then all the dirt is three tfachim. Together, you have ten tfachim. Great. Now, Rabbi Eichanan is a medayik, Rashi brings this down, he's medayik. Why does it say bar v'chulyasa? It should say a bar, which is ten tefachim deep, and let's say a sela, a rock that's ten tefachim tall. Why does, the, why does the Mishnah over there combine a bar and a chulya? To teach us that they combine together. That you could take, let's say, seven tefachim of a pit, plus three tefachim of dirt on top. Now what does this have to do with a beam that has a bunch of spokes on top of it? Says the Gemara, Vamai, why is it mitztaref? 
He's not using it. He's going to put a piece of plywood on top of it and he's going to use it. So too, we have a beam full of spokes, spikes. You're going to take something, put a piece of garment on top of it, you're going to take a piece of plywood and then you can use it. Now what does this have to do with our sugya? I, I didn't understand it. I knew I was missing something. And the pshat is very, very simple. The pshat is that we're not talking about the height. What's confusing is, especially if you look over here, but they had another picture as well. The seven plus three. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the width. Rashi's of the opinion that even if the bar itself doesn't have four tfachim width, but if the chulia on top has four tfachim width, it turns into Rosh Now the question is, it's not a regular pit now. Part of the pit has three tfachim by three tfachim on the bottom, let's say. The top part has four by four. So where do you have a Rosh Hashayachet, asks the Gemara? How do you have a Rosh Hashayachet? You can't use the bottom of the pit for Rosh Hashayachet. Down there, it's three by three. Elamai on top. Top and bottom don't. All the Rishonim say in Rashi, that Rashi agrees that when you go down into the pit, it's not a Rosh Hashayachet. Only on top it's a Rosh Hashayachet. So, so that's what the Gemara is asking. How do I make it into, how could I use it? I can't use the pit. Oh, the only way I could use the top part is if I put something on top of it. Now if I put something on top of it, now this becomes Rosh Hashayachet. Oh, that's a whole different svara now. So now in our sugya, you take this beam that has a bunch of spokes on top, a bunch of pieces of metal. How do I, you, oh, if I take a piece of plywood and put it on top of everything else, now I have a new Rosh Hashayachet. That's the same kind of svara. Now everything makes sense. Beautiful. I guess if you want, you can f- kind of find it in Rashi. Rashi says, Just like we know that the seven and the three are mitzdarif, the tenth fachim in the height, shamino mino nami the mitzdarif in the pusyo. So we also know that the mitzdarif to the width. Okay, it didn't do much for me. I, 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 did, I couldn't understand it. You guys understand it? Great. But when I saw like one word, it's, you can find it in the first page of Chelek Dalit of, in the Mishnabura, in Simon Chin Memhei, in Sifkat and Gimel. Just one little knaj, and then I, oh, it all made sense. Omer Rav Yudam yeah, mask him? No, Michap? It's good. Omravi Domer Shmuel. Seshmu Kaisal Asara Tsorok Sulam Arba Osalatiroi. Okay, so this people are gonna start arguing with Rashi, but Tysis already was before you. Basically, Rashi's of the opinion that if you move your ladder, this is a very nice picture. I like it because it has like four boxes on the bottom. To show you the four tfachim. So if you want to get to ten tfachim height on a ladder, and you're going to have your ladder on an incline, it's going to be a, a lachsoin. It's not, it's not going to be straight up, because normal people walk up ladders when there's a, a little bit of a... It's easier to climb up a ladder. So how much do you have to distance the bottom? Four tfachim. That means your ladder needs to be 14 tfachim. Now if you do the math, it probably doesn't work out exactly like Rashi says. That's what Tosis has a problem with. Tosis says it makes a lot more sense if you move the ladder 10 tfachim away from the wall, 14 tfachim will actually get to the top. Because of the whole cheshman that we had two, two days ago. When was it? Two days ago? Kol'ama 
Kol Amso Balachsoyna is one and two fifths. One Amma straight, if you go from uh, the diagonal, is one and two fifths. Okay, so one and two fifths e- e- actually equals ten. Or whatever, shine. The point is that, according to Rashi, a 14 Amma ladder will reach exactly the top of the wall. If you pull it away, four Tfachim from, from the bottom, you, how many? 14 Tfachim, not 14 Amma. Oh, yeah, 14 Tfachim, that's what I meant. I said Amma, okay, sorry. But Yishkoyach, way to go, Menachem. Ah, welcome back. I want it. I want it. I asked. I was serious, but not those. These are the those are the baby ones. I didn't really mean fourteen amma. Okay, fourteen tfachim. So you take the four tfachim plus the ten tfachim. Four tfachim because you have to move it away from the wall. Four tfachim plus the the the, the ladders. Ten tfachim total of fourteen tfachim. It could be one tefach away from the top of the wall. You don't have to go exactly to the top. So if it gets to three tfachim to the top of the wall, like right over here, this picture, you're still okay. Even if it's seven, as we're going to see in a second, and it's vertical. Because seven plus three is ten. But vertical, vertical. Now it's very difficult to climb up a vertical. So that's the Chiddush. Seven is also okay. Omarav, here we go. Sulam, Zokov, if it's completely vertical, Mimayet. And that's a huge Chiddush. Even though people don't like to climb up verticals, you have to be a monkey to do it. It's, it's really difficult, right? You want the ladder always to be on some sort of 45 degree, 25 degree, whatever the angle is, but on some sort of angle, so it makes it easier. No, it's still Mimayet. Gemara, this is how I learned it. The Lord Yedana my timer. What's that? Would Rob say that about the two seasons that they don't have to be? Well, the Gemara never said that it's like in the picture that the Zizan are like that. That was a nice picture. All they said in the Gemara, it shouldn't be directly above each other, but if it's like just one next to each other, why not? So the, the, that's pretty much a vertical. So I don't know. I would say probably yes. I don't know. And Rav, Rav for sure would say it's okay. You mean the other guys? If they, if the other people agree to that. In Rav, it's clear that he would say one ziz on top of the other would be enough. Oh, you're asking ziz ziz. That's in a second. Yeah, that's in a second. We're gonna get to that. Yes. Hold on. We're getting there. Says the Gemara. Gemara v'lo I don't know why. Omar Shmuel. Now Shmuel, who argues with Rav, he's just explaining. He's, he's a very nice person, Shmuel. He says, let me explain to you what, what you what you don't understand. In your svar, I don't agree with it, but let me give you a svarah. Rav, you don't know the, the reason? That's what you were saying, Noam. Basically, here's vertical on top of vertical, which he had yesterday. Here's a box and another, but they're vertical. And they're considered one, even though they're very difficult to, to climb up. The Gemara considers it one, so you, Rav, also consider it one. This is like it's Tzav al-Gabe no? Same thing. This is, uh, it is it's Tzav al-Gabe But it's like Ziz, that's what you're asking about, Ziz al-Gabe Ziz. Omer Rav, Omer Rav, Echiyah. Dekolim Shebe Bavel. 
I don't know, I might be dreaming. I remember going into Rabbi Aaron Leib Shteman's house years ago and seeing a trunk of a tree in his dining room. Does anybody recall that? It's just my wild imagination. I remember like a round trunk. No, no back, nothing, no legs. Just a trunk of a tree by the dining room table. Somebody remembers that, let me know. And that's what we're talking about here. Just a piece of trunk, just like this. These are palm trees cut down. <coughs> if this is what you put next to your fence, this will reduce the fence. Why? They're so heavy, no one is moving them away to the side. Like we had the other day, two types of sulamis, the mitzri. So over here, the the, bav, the Bavli ladder is so, it's so heavy that you don't have to be kveh, you don't have to uh, hammer it in. You can, since it's so heavy, nobody's moving it, it becomes a kavodik piece, and it's memayat, the wall. My time, kveh den kvaton, which is a svara that we had yesterday. Says the Gemara, If you say a ladder, which is, Lighter than a heavy bark of a tree, can come. Certainly, a palm tree. Nobody's going to move that. And whoever says a palm tree, I will is light because those are heavier. Ladders, perhaps you might come to move, so it's not considered kavios. What? What do you say? I think, no, I think that the Bavel Sulam is a type of a Sulam. So it's more like the, what was it, Suri, whatever the name was over there. I think that that's a Sulam Shib Bavel, it's a type. Yeah, it has to be something. In an American ladder, whatever that means, it's a Bavel ladder. So it's a, it's a type of a ladder that has a certain amount of steps. We learned three steps versus four steps. So maybe, it's, maybe it has three steps, but it weighs uh, 100 pounds. You know what I mean? It's like, it's above a ladder. So you need to have four tfachim to make it a sulam. That's what we learned. What if you put straw, literally straw in the middle? So when I was learning the Gemara, I didn't understand what's going on. Straw, what? So put toilet paper in the middle. Obviously, that's not a sulam. Rashi says, it's like the last words on the page, he says that the straw you could grab onto, it's grabbable. That, that, yes, it's something. But it's not to put your foot on it. So, Mamela, here. Here are the two types of ladders. Here you have a ladder and a ladder and straw in the center. So, the Gemara is going to tell us this is no good because where do you put your feet on the straw? The straw is not strong enough to hold your body weight. It's good enough in this ladder right over here where you're putting your feet in the center and the added Tfachim over here, give it a four tefach width. And what are you going to do with this? You're going to hold on with your hand. So it's part of the ladder, just you don't need it to hold your body weight. That's a good ladder. You can't, you can't put your body weight on it. What if there's two ladders on the side, but the straw, I'm sorry, the straw is on the side, and the ladder is in the middle. 
It's perfect. I forgot to... Okay. In memory of my mother, Shane Lubat, Aaron Hirsch, and Bracha, by her son, Dr. Alan Listhouse. And, let's see if I get this right. I forgot. I got an email this morning that I mispronounced it. Mm. Let's see. Uh, sponsored by the Austin N. Ta? Tobias. Okay, I have to do it again. I apologize. Not Tobias, but Tobias, I think. Tobias, grandchildren. Little Nishan has our Bobby, Zisobas Chaim, who is Nifter at the age of 98. Gimomar Cheshvin. Givaldik. All right, new case, Dafayin Chesom and Beis. Here are two cases. You have a ladder. The ladder is not four Tvachim wide. So what does he do? He goes and he carves within the wall four Tvachim. But he doesn't go all the way to the top. Says the Gemara, And he's using a ladder. So he's doing two things. He's carving into the wall and a ladder. Very interesting halacha. As long as I get to ten Tvachim height, that's enough. Why? Because now it's a Pesach. We could go into the next chatzar. Together with the ladder, I could climb to the top. But I need a combination of two things. First, I'm doing a Pesach opening, and also I could get to the top. Whereas the next case, this case right over here, where there's no ladder at all. But he did nice four tefach carvings into the wall. It has to go entire wall. Why do we say that in this case you need four tefachim throughout the entire wall? In this case only ten tefachim. Says the Gemara. Over here he could climb up the ladder. The only problem is that he doesn't have any four tfachim, so I, I give you ten tfachim worth of four tfachim. Four tfachim width by ten tfachim height, that's your opening. Over here, it's very, very difficult to climb, and therefore, I need to give the entire carving a four tfach width. Ignore my nice cartoon here. What if, you know what, I'm going to do this, why not? I don't want to show you my cartoon yet. A guy makes a tree. He has a tree right next to the wall. Now what's the problem with the tree? The problem with the tree is that you can't really climb a tree in Shabbos. Yes? I'm sorry, everybody's asking over here, or a few people are asking that, are we, that it, has to be, it has to be angled off the wall. How is carving it into the wall going to help? Yeah, no, 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 no. Are you saying, in general, you have to angle? No, we're asking how, how tall does a... Who says that every ladder has to be on an angle? A ladder has to be 14... I don't think it has to be on an angle. So this is only working in Shita Strath? Um, is holding. And what are you... So what, is that, I'm trying to infer from that. Does that mean that I'm not holding? <laughs> uh, let's see. Do you have to dafka have... If you have a ladder that goes from top to bottom, 
Even Rav, Rav's saying, time out, Rav said that it never got to the top. The vertical never got to the top. A ladder that goes vertical, I don't know that there's a big... Hmm. You have to have a thing. I don't know. Rav was saying in a vertical that's three tvachim less. Oh, here he goes. I woke him up. Lamaisa, I woke him up is good. Yeah, but Tais is a different thing. Tais is saying something else. We're not going with Shita's Tais. Tais says that there's an angle on the wall, that the wall is angled and it goes, it's like steps. Yeah, but uh, we're not going. Rashi doesn't go like that. I know, but Rashi doesn't go like that. Uh, Rashi, that's Tyson's Shita. So I don't know. Maybe Rashi goes like that's according to Rav. I hear. Yeah. That's Tyson's Shita. Tyson says that the whole thing is on an angle, it's like steps, it's a different thing. I don't have a picture of that. But in the call, you'll see a nice picture if you want. I hear. Good. Toilum is doing great. Shkoyach. All after me and exactly how this goes. All right. That's what we're holding? Yeah. What if the tree is a ladder? The famous sugi that we had, are you allowed to put the air of Tchumim on a tree? And we said, because it's there, Ben Hashmasha, it's according to Rebbe, it's okay. As long as Ben Hashmasha, there's no Isser Shvos, Ben Hashmasha. The whole Isser, the climate tree and Shabbos, you might come to break off a branch, which is Aser, but that's only Isser the Rabbanon. Isser the Rabbanon during Ben Hashmasha is, is okay. So when it comes to Tchum, the air of Tchum, just has to be there during Ben Hashmasha, and therefore, according to Rebbe, it's okay. According to Rabbanon, it's no good. Tibay the Rebbe, Tibay the Rabbanon. This is a different case. Why? Over there, that's over there by Tchum, where it has to be Ben Hashmoshes. What happens to the Eruv a minute after Ben Hashmoshes, after nightfall, an animal comes and eats your Eruv Tchum, you're good to go. As long as one moment during Ben Hashmoshes, you had an Eruv there. But over here, we're talking about an Erev Chatzeres. And you have to be able to carry from Chatzir to Chatzir. It's not about what you could do, Ben Hashmash. It's about what you could do on Shabbos itself. And Shabbos itself, you cannot use the tree. Listen to this, Svara. And why don't we always say it? I'm not 100% sure. At the end of the day, it's a true opening. Here. Oh, back to the safari. So what's going on here? This is a good tree. This is a good Pesach. It's a good opening. And by the way, I, I forgot to mention, but it was obvious. We jumped to Eruv now. We're in Eruv. We're not, we're not talking about using the top of the wall. We're talking about connecting the two chatzeras. So I physically have a way to go from here to here. Just what? There's a lion on the bottom. Let's say physically if there was a lion. I'm not going to go up a tree that there's a lion in the bottom. So over here, Rabbanon are the lion. They said, you can't go up the tree. They put Allah there. It's like, if I have a door, I just can't open up the door because there's an alarm, let's say. I don't want to be over. The alarm is going to go off. Have a good Pesach. Just, there's a halacha that's preventing me from going through. 
So, I don't know. Sometimes we don't use this svar, but over here the Gemara seems to be using it. Okay, fine. So, perhaps it's a good opening, just as an Isidur Rabbanan that's preventing me from using it. But in terms of a physical opening, it's a physical opening because I have a tree, I have a ladder. Just what? You're not allowed to use that kind of ladder on Shabbos. So, what? let's take it to the next step. What if there's a tree that was from Avedizara, city of Avedizara, you have to burn it. It's Mamish, Ketusei Mechdashur, like, forget about those halachas, but it's like, it's gone. It does, it, you're not allowed to have anah from it. Mao. Tibayil Rabbi Yehuda, Tibayil Rabbana. Once again, you have here, a Shailan of Rabbi Yehuda What was the Machlis between Rabbi Yehuda Rabbana? Can you place the Eruv, it's in the beginning of the Masechta, can you place the Eruv on a gravesite, on a, on a caver? So what's the Shiloh over there? The Shiloh over there, if you remember, the whole area of Tchumim is only for a mitzvah. Mitzvah. The Dvar Mitzvah, that's why you do Tchum. So mitzvah is lav lehenu snidnu. You just have to be able to place it there for a moment, and that's it. Masha'ikin, when it comes to a chatzar, a ruvi chatzerois, is not a mitzvah. I want to be able to carry it to my neighbor, my neighbor to me. So I'm constantly benefiting from it, a personal benefit. So I can't blame it on a mitzvah. So Tibayla Rabbanon, Tibayla Rabbiuda, Tibayla Rabbanon. Tibayla Rabbiuda, Atkan Loikoma Rabbiuda, Rabbiuda says that you're allowed to place Ayyav Tchumen on a grave. Hosam the Mutaliknois Bayis Bisurano, Ella Hosam the Bassa the Konale, Erev Lenichale, the Lintar. Over there, all you need is a moment that should be considered your house, that grave. But afterwards, I don't care. I don't need the grave to watch my Erev. Let it, somebody come and take it. Oidilma, Afilulu Rabbanon, Pischohu. Once again, this is considered a good opening. It's a tree that I could climb. Just what? It's Asr Bahana. Same kind of Svaro. Over here it's another. The lion is preventing me. The Rabbanon are preventing me from going up the tree. But it's a real good opening. Amalei, Elon Mutar, Vashero Asura. Yes, you could do the tree, but you can't do the Asherah. Why exactly? Maybe because of the Isra no, that you can't use it at all. Mask of Lord of Chizda. Adrabah. I don't understand what you're saying, says Rav Chizda. Elon, she Isra Shabbos, Gorim Loi. When it comes to a tree, there's within Shabbos, I'm trying to make an area for Shabbos, and there's an Isra of Shabbos on the tree, Nitzar. So that should be also. Asherah, she Isra Dover, Acher Gorim Loi. It has no connection to Shabbos. The Isra is from an Isra of the Zara of Isra no, Loi Nitzar. That shouldn't ruin it for us. In fact, it's Manami. We learned in Abraham. Kiyosu Rovin. We learned, sorry. Kiyosu Rovin. Omer Rebbe Lozor. Rami Lohar. Revo Omer Rebbe Yochan. Kol she isur Shabbos gorem loy. Anything that the isur comes from Shabbos, like climbing a tree in Shabbos, which is awesome. Osur. Kol she isur dova acha gorem loy. Like the Asherah tree. Mutter. Renachmin bar Yitzchak masnehachi. Elon plukta the Rebbe verabonon. So, when it comes to trees, so we have the old Shiloh, whether you're allowed to put an Erev Tchumim in a tree or not, so that's the same Shiloh over here. So Rebbe would say, it's okay, Rabbanon would say, it's awesome. Asherah, pluk to the Rebbe, the Rabbanon. And when it comes to Asherah tree, the same Machleks that we have, could you place the Erev Tchumim on a grave? Rebbe Yudha says, you can. So hold, hold, you're allowed to use an Asherah tree. It's just very interesting, I just want to point out a very interesting Shiloh. The Gemara says before, that Asherah is Dover Acher Goyrim. Right? Asherah tree 
It's the Avedizara that causes it. But wait a minute, an Asherah tree is a tree. And you're not allowed to climb a tree on Shabbos. So Asherah tree has a double problem. Why is Asherah tree different than any other tree? You're saying a regular tree, the Gemara says, a regular tree has an Isser to climb on it. Isser Shabbos. The Rabban said, don't climb a tree. But an Asherah tree has a separate Isser, nothing to do with Shabbos. It's called Avedizara. But you're not allowed to climb it because it's Shabbos. So therefore, they come up with a major doichak de rishayim, that we're talking about a tree that's cut off the ground. It's not even attached to the ground. Otherwise, it's very hard to understand. Says the Mishnah. Charetz shebein shtei chatzeroiz. Omeik asara v'roichav dalet. So, like in the other Mishnah, we had a, a wall that is four tfachim wide, ten tfachim tall. I just want to point that again. I mentioned it. I want to point that again. That that wasn't the halacha that the wall has to be four tefachim wide. That was because of the safety of the mission that they put fruit on top of the wall. What do you do? It's considered its own mocking. But a wall doesn't have to be four tefachim wide. A wall could be two tefachim wide. It's still a mechitza. If I have a metal sheet going right through my, my backyard, I'm not connected to my neighbor, even if it's one inch wide. But when it comes to a charetz, Rashi points out right away, when it comes to a ditch in the ground, you need it to be four tefachim wide. Why? Because otherwise I'll step right over it. It doesn't create a mechitza between the two chateras. Okay, so you have a ditch that's four tefachim wide and ten tefachim deep. Ma'arvim shnaim ve'ma'arvim mechad. That's a great separation. It creates a hefsik, and now the back the yards are considered two. So you have to make two eruvim, and you're not allowed to make one eruv. Afilu molikash. What if you fill up this? I have a picture somewhere. It's the for later. What if you filled up this ditch full of straw? Garnished. Afilu molikash. Because that's not mevatalit. I am going to remove this straw even on Shabbos. It's not mukta. We're not talking about the straw that we're talking about yesterday that he needs it for cement. He needs it for his animals. I'm going to remove it. So it's not a bitul. It doesn't fill up the hole. Mali offer its rice, but if the, instead of putting straw in the ditch, you put dirt, oh, that's like any like in our days as well. You fill up the ditch is meant to be filled up, like the Mar is gonna say as far later. Once you fill it up, now these yards become one, the chatzeris become one, it's one eruv, and you're not allowed to do two eruv. Even if you want to make two eruv, it's one giant open area. Nasan of Neser, but what if you put, like in this picture, he put a plank of wood. Nasan of Neser, Shurach of Arba Tfachim, Vechain Shtei Gzuz Terois, Zu Keneged Zu, or if he has two, two balconies. This is a picture of two balconies on two sides of Rishus Rabbim, and even on one side of Rishus Rabbim, someone showed him learn this way, someone showed him learn this way. The bottom line is, it goes from porch to porch, from balcony to balcony with a piece of wood. And we're going to see in the Gemara, what if they're not exactly directly straight from each other? What if they're, one is slightly higher? That's tomorrow. You can connect it, they can be considered connected over here and over here, or they can, they can be considered one or two. But if it's less than four tfachim, the piece of wood, the piece of wood, 
Let's just do one or two more lines here. So, yeah, let's go. What do you mean? If you fill up the ditch with straw, that's not considered a mechitza, like, like you filled up the, the ditch. Here's a picture. What if you have a wall, literally, made out of straw? It's a beautiful mechitza. What do I care if the mechitza is made out of brick or it's made out of straw? It's there to stay. It creates a, a division between the two chatzeres. Very simple. I can make a wall out of any material I want, even out of straw. But to fill up a ditch and that it should be considered as if it's completely... Full, sosum, says Rashi. If you say, I'm never going to remove the straw for life, then, okay, then I'll fill it up. But if you don't say so, then it didn't fill up the pit. And memela, it's not considered a full pit. It's considered as if you have a chatzar with a ditch between the two chatzars and it creates a division. But a wall is always a wall, no matter what material you use. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank <laughs> you.